Befriend Your Body podcast, How Not to Panic, ANS 102. Hi again, it's Wanda and my friend Gio, and we are going to continue talking about the autonomic nervous system and its connection to high anxiety, which so many human beings struggle with. Just to give a little bit more information about both branches, remember the autonomic nervous system has the parasympathetic and the sympathetic. Uh, So I talked a little bit about what they do, but I'm going to give you sort of a longer list. So when your sympathetic system gets activated, the gas pedal of life, it not only runs automatic processes, but it dilutes the pupils of your eyes, it opens your eyelids wider, it stimulates your sweat glands, it dilutes the blood blood vessels in large muscles, it constricts blood vessels in the rest of your body, it increases your heart rate, it opens up the bronchial tubes of the lungs, and it inhibits secretions in the digestive system. So as you can see, the sympathetic system absolutely prepares the body for movement and life, including survival responses such as safety or danger. That's exactly what I feel when I'm having a claustrophobia um, moment. Is that right? Are those the things that are activated? Yes. Uh, danger will cause the sympathetic system to really ramp up, and so it changes all the systems in your body. Um, so it's a really important uh, mode of being to understand. In the balance, uh, if we're able to bring in the parasympathetic, you know, when we feel uh, the claustrophobia release or when we move out of the small place and we feel better, uh, the parasympathetic system, when it kicks in, then the pupils uh, constrict. It activates salivary glands. It stimulates secretions in the stomach, stimulates activity in the intestines, stimulates secretions in the lungs, constricts bronchial tubes, and decreases heart rate, settles us down, allows us to really connect, and actually to rest and digest. So the parasympathetic and the sympathetic are really important, and they work together. But today we're going to talk a little bit about what happens Uh, with the autonomic nervous system when the parasympathetic system is on for too long and we start feeling anxiety and how that connects with one of the systems of the brain, uh, the limbic system. So anxiety can come from having the sympathetic system in your body on too much, but it also can come from big emotions. Emotions involve our entire body, our entire nervous system, but there are two parts of the nervous system that are really significant in processing emotions, the limbic system and the autonomic nervous system, and that's what we're going to talk a little bit about today. Uh, As I talked about the first podcast, if our body had an owner's manual, it'd be really helpful to understand Uh, our lives and what happens and why life sometimes feels good and why sometimes life feels really scary and crappy. So part of understanding the owner's manual would be to understand uh, the limbic system and most especially the amygdala. That's a small um, organ in our uh, midbrain, the limbic system, and uh, sometimes we call it uh, the smoke detector of the brain. And it can cause us to stay trapped in anxiety even when nothing is wrong, which can be really frustrating to be anxious without a cause or a seeming cause. What usually follows then is that we manufacture a reason for our anxiety, which is usually the person in front of us or the events in our lives at that current moment, perhaps why we sometimes are hardest on those we live close to. The brain is a great meaning-making organ or machine, and the research shows why we often do things without conscious reason. The brain is always attempting to make sense of circumstances and will sometimes make up a reason for our anxiety or the behavior that we have that doesn't 
really correspond with reality, but is absolutely coming from our limbic system and our amygdala being activated. I never heard of the limbic system, Wanda. Uh, Where is it in my brain? Okay, so the limbic system is in our midbrain, and it's part of the emotional brain. Um, It it deals with emotion, memory, and attachment um, Mm -hmm. uh, issues or attachment uh, memories. It is not uh, the top of our brains, which is our neocortex or the rational part of the brain. It's below that, so it's very much more of a primitive part of the brain. Uh, It's connected with emotions and also limb for limbic, right, limbs for movement, right? So it's connected Um, with that as well. So when we live in a safe environment with little stress and no trauma, no old trauma or anxiety, is there such a place? I wish there was. But when we do that, our nervous systems are regulated and work as they should. We spend the right amount of time in sympathetic and then we turn on the parasympathetic and we settle down. We feel relaxed and prepared for whatever comes our way. However, when a new event occurs, our nervous system, the ANS, beyond our awareness and in microseconds scans the environment to determine are we still safe. This process occurs mostly in the limbic system, the emotional brain. If the event contains danger or perceived danger, our bodies immediately go into the well-known fight or flight mode. If we get away or fight our way out of the danger, we have a period of high energy and activation, but we eventually settle back down to a relaxed place. This is best case scenario. And by the way, the reason why wild animals Research would suggest don't get traumatized, even though they have to run from their, for their lives from predators on a pretty regular basis. Uh, their nervous systems work well, partly because they don't have the rational brain saying, oh my gosh, the last time I went there, this happened. Uh, and one of the reasons, or one of the problems with sympathetic dominance that we talked about last podcast, is that when we're, when we're in the sympathetic mode really often, neutral events or events that have very little negativity to them can still trigger us into fight or flight because there's already high activation in the nervous system. Well, Wanda, that's very interesting. And uh, it makes me wonder because do people that have high anxiety and stress and their panic attacks, um, does that mean that those people are not regulated well? Do they have some um, imbalance on this, this system? Oh, another great question. Um, yes, that's usually the case. Now, occasionally there are physical problems that manifest, uh, you know, uh, thyroid issues or, or hormone problems that can manifest high anxiety that are not about nervous system regulation. But yes, for the most part, high anxiety is our nervous system's message to our brains or our minds. Something doesn't feel right. I'm in danger. Save me or fix this. So, yes, if people have high anxiety, it's usually because they've been in sympathetic dominance for too long. They spent too much time on, 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 go, go, go. And then it's very easy for that to turn to anxiety. Um, Another analogy, since you asked about analogies earlier, um, imagine that you're driving a really big truck on a really windy mountain road and you really only should be going 30 miles an hour to be safe because there's other cars coming. But the faster that truck goes on a windy road, the more danger you're in. And so when things are going too fast and there's danger, then you actually need the brake pedal. And so when we get moving too quickly, too quickly, our body can start to actually 
feel like we're in danger. Um, the when we're racing or in sympathetic mode, our muscles are also braced, and that uh, muscle skeletal system can also send messages to our upper brains, um, well, to our lower brains as well, that we are in danger and it's time to do something. So yes, people who uh, struggle with panic and high anxiety often are not in nervous system regulation. They're not balancing the parasympathetic and the sympathetic. So to move towards closing, um, as I said in the beginning, how not to panic. Uh, to, put, to put in a nutshell why we have too much anxiety usually is because our emotional and primitive brains are running the show and we are not in our rational minds at all. The rational brain actually shuts down when we have way too much sympathetic activation, when our body believes we're in life threat. Um, and so, and we can have a visceral reaction that is actually you or me, uh, rather than both of us can successfully navigate this. So in order to not panic, if you're feeling high anxiety, you need to bring regulation to the nervous system. You need to do those things that stop the gas pedal and put on the brake pedal. Uh, it might be yoga, breathing, relaxation, therapy, hugs from a friend. Um, we'll talk more about that in other podcasts. But yeah, you need to bring in the sympathetic system and also settle down enough for your rational brain to be able to scan the environment and actually see like, oh, there's no predator, there's no smoke, there's no fire, this is just my loved one and he, he or she isn't trying to hurt me. So we really need to bring our bodies back to regulation in order to not panic. So that's enough for today. Uh, it's, uh, great to connect with you and we will talk more about this subject next podcast.